Welcome to the Emerging Temple broadcast. I am Michael Obeyer. I will be your guide for the rest of this broadcast. At Emerging Temple, we seek to analyze current events within the context of God's plan for mankind, in which he intends, at the end of time, to raise up a people who will rule with him. Before I go any further, I want to encourage you to like our page, to subscribe to our channel, and if there is a notification bell icon, I would like you to hit that bell so you can be notified anytime we upload new videos. I want to encourage you to like this page so that we can develop the number of likes that we have so that we can come up in the rankings because we have a message that is critical for this hour and this time. So thank you so much for those of you who are already doing so. If you'd like to support our ministry, you can visit our website at templeoftruth.us. That's www.templeoftruth.us. Or you can go to patreon.com and look for our handle, Emerging Temple. Okay? We're also streaming now with the online radio platforms, um, including Spotify, iTunes, and Google Music. There's a few others. If you want to see the full list of radio stations through whom we broadcast, you can go to our website, templeoftruth.us. And I thank you so much for those of you who've been communicating with us, sharing with us um, your thoughts about our message. We're very encouraged to hear from you. Uh, many of you are watching us through the um, platform, I mean, hundreds of, through the platform of Facebook and WhatsApp, etc. And um, that doesn't necessarily uh, reflect on our accounts here on YouTube, but it doesn't really matter. If we reach one person, and we're able to help transform the life of one person and develop that relationship you have with God, man, we've hit a home run, okay? So it's not all about the numbers for us. It's about it's about the fact that God is using us and we're grateful that you'll find us worthy, you know, to you know to be used at this time and this hour. Uh, what, let's, let's stay on that track. Uh, let's look at the book of Exodus. Amen? Exodus mm -hmm. chapter tw 32. Exodus chapter 32. As, as you grow up as a Christian, you go through stages. These stages actually mirror your development as an individual person. The Bible says that when Jesus was 12 years old, his parents went with him to Jerusalem, to the temple, and he began to sit down with the elders and discuss the word of God with them. But then after that, we don't hear from him anymore. Till he's about how old? 30. 30. These numbers, you need to understand what they mean. How old was Joseph when he became prince of Egypt? 30. How, how old was David when he became king? Do you think all these men entering into their ministry at age 30 is symbolic? Yes. It's symbolic. Now, at age 12, Jesus, the Son of God, was told by Mary and Joseph, Where are you? We've been looking for you. And he said, What? Looking for me? You mean you didn't know you would find me where? In my father's house. Now, I have a question for you. What kind of brain does a 12-year-old have to have to think like that? Notice I said think like that. Now, I want you guys to hear me. Do you know that dogs think? Do you know that cats?
cats think? Do you know that snakes think? Do you know that every animal, every bird that you see, they think? Right? When a dog is sitting next to you and all of a sudden its ears perk up. But you didn't hear anything, you didn't smell anything, you didn't... What is it doing? It's thinking. What's it saying? What's that? So the capacity to think is something God has given to all creation. Do you know why? So that all creation can think on him. Do you know that this gospel about Jesus Christ is supposed to be preached to the fish? How many people will be? Oh no, I don't worry. It's how many people believe that this gospel is supposed to be preached even to your cats and your dogs? Anybody have a scripture to support that? Go ye into the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And the earnest and the earnest expectation. No, all creation. All of creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. So the gospel of Jesus Christ has some depth and capability that your mind and my mind still does not have the agility, neither the ability to what? Comprehend. Do not walk out of here and see the next dog you see and say, you know, <laughs> I need to preach the gospel to you. Because the Bible says that God took away from us the ability to what? Communicate with one another. Is that not what the Bible says? Yes. Now, if we cannot even communicate with one another, with which language will you be able to communicate with the dog? I hope you know Adam and Eve used to talk to the animal. And they talked back to them. One of them even started having a conversation. Everybody says the devil. The Bible says the serpent. The Bible said it had legs. Sure, the devil used the serpent, but they discuss with them. In fact, the mad prophet Balaam, when he couldn't hear God and nobody else could talk to him, the Bible said God did what? The donkey spoke to him. Now, why I'm saying this is, I perceive one trick that the devil has used on children. He has made you believe that you are children. One trick the devil has pulled on children is to make them believe that they are what? Children. children. But I have news for you. If you really were a child, God wouldn't have this expectation of you. I want you to know that if you die today, you will stand before God and you will give account for your life. You will give account for your life. And what the devil wants you to believe is, you see, you are not yet 18, so you cannot be held responsible only here. So if you know that you have no guarantee that you will be alive next week, don't you think it is common sense that even a four-year-old can get and say, I need to prepare myself today to be able to give account to God. Amen. Amen. If I sent you to go buy eggs and along the way you came and there was a banana peel and you slipped on it and the eggs destroyed, I will not hold you accountable. But if you were holding the egg and throwing it in the air and say, woo, and then you come back and say, I'm sorry, I broke the eggs and tell me what you were doing. I will get very angry with you. Do you understand now? So what the devil wants to do is to convince you that you are not accountable, that you are a child. You are just 10 years old. You can just play. You only read the word of God when the adults tell you, let's read the Bible. But nobody has to tell you when to read a comic. Nobody has to tell you when to watch a movie. It is that you have been convinced 
that you are not mature enough to be held accountable for by God. And I'm saying to you, the reason that story is in the Bible is to let you know that there is no excuse. Because Jesus is the measuring stick by which God will judge every one of us. Do you believe that? What do you think God is, what do you think judgment day is? You think judgment day is there'll be a long line stretching from here to Washington, DC and round, and God will be sitting here. Peter is over there, Paul is over there, Angel Michael is over there, they're doing accounting to God. And God said, Next! Now you think that's judgment? No! Judgment is that your soul will see Jesus and the extent to which you are conformed to what you see will determine your place in God. Now, every single one of us here, we are not struggling not to go to hell. Amen? That is already done. We believe in Jesus. I believe everybody believes in Jesus. So you are now going to go to heaven free of charge. Amen. Everybody say free of charge. Free of charge. Now, but don't you think if I invite you for my birthday party, there's something uncultured about you if you arrive without a gift. It's my birthday party. I'm inviting all of you and you just come with a hungry stomach. You don't even have the decency to even a little boy like this will say, Mommy, let's buy a card for Mr. Mike. Is that not so? Now, you are all being invited to the marriage supper of who? The lamb. The wedding feast. The birthday party. But what are you taking with you? What has cost you anything? As for salvation, it's free. It's free. So if you are a 10-year-old or an 8-year-old and there is no investment of your time in God and in the business of God, except when someone else tells you, then you have robbed yourself. If you spend your time playing, you have been saved, but you are playing, which means you will not get the best that God has in mind for you. All right, so let's read the book of Exodus chapter 32. We'll take it from verse 15. I'll give a quick background to what's going on here. God has called the people of Israel, he has just saved them. He used the blood to save them. Everybody remember when he told, take the blood and put on your door lintels? Or, and when the, the angel of Passover, when the angel of death comes, he will what? Passover. Now they've been what? Saved. Do you guys know everybody remember that? And Pharaoh came after them later on and tried to pursue them. And what did they do? Waters, right? Mm -hmm. They went into the waters. Mm -hmm. And the water split up for them. Mm -hmm. And when Pharaoh tried to get in, and now they were now born again. They now saw a new horizon before them, right? Then now God said, okay, now you're born again. I need to teach you how to behave yourself in the house of God. So Moses, you come on over. I give you some commandments, you know, how to, how to conduct yourself. And while Moses was receiving the commandment from God, what were they doing? They began to party. What does that mean? They had no more interest in the business of God. They were more interested in football, movies, computer games, dancing. And then they decided to start their own church. Because the one that God had created for them demanded something from them. So look at verse 15. And Moses turned and went down from the mountain. 
And the two tables of the testimony were in his hand. The tables were written on both their side. On the one side and on the other were they written. And the tables were the work of God. And the writing was the writing of God. Graven upon the tables. This is written by who? God. And when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted. He said unto Moses. There is a noise of war in the camp. Now. Do you guys know the difference between singing and war? Why do you think Joshua would say that? He didn't want to see Moses get mad. He knew what he could hear. How do we know? The rest go on. Verse 18, and he said, It is not the voice of them that shout for mastery, neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overwhelmed, overcome, but the noise of them that what? sing do I hear. And it came to pass, as soon as he came nigh unto the camp, that he saw what? The calf and the dancing. And Moses' anger what? Waxed hot. And he cast the tables out of his hands and break them beneath the mount. And he took the calf which they had made and burnt it in the fire and ground it to powder and strode it upon the water and made the children of Israel what? Drink it. Now, when you read this, huh? when you read this, you see that God has saved them. And what God said about these people, he said, listen, because of this, this thing these people have done, everyone that is 20 years up and above is going to die in the wilderness. They will not make it to the promised land. Yes, everybody. Everybody died. Nobody made it. But they all came out of Egypt. But only those that could not be held accountable. But I want to tell you something. Now you get it. Very good. But I want to tell you something. When Jesus came, he gave you the capability at a very tender age to understand the business of God. And says now he wants you to continue to the end. Now turn with me to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1 verse 21 to 23. Colossians chapter 1, that's right after Philippians. Colossians chapter 1, verse 21 to 23. And you that were sometime in the past alienated and enemies in your what? Mind. By what? Yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to present you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight if if you continue in the faith grounded and settled and be not moved away from the what hope of the gospel which ye have heard and which was preached to what every creature which is under heaven whereof i paul i am made a minister okay <laughs> he says you will make it if you will make it to the hope if now, are you born again? Yes. If you die, will you go to heaven? Yes. So what are you hoping for? So we know if we, all of us now know that if we die now, we're going to heaven. But Paul says, if we continue in faith and not moved away from the hope of the gospel, are we hoping to go to heaven? No. We already said we got that. So what are we hoping for? For the reward. But what is that reward? What is the kingdom? What is the resurrection? Describe. In other words, what you have to be able to articulate and describe. 
Because if you cannot articulate and describe, you cannot obtain. Okay, do you want to explain to us what it means to be perfect like Christ? You're saying that the hope is that we would basically be like Jesus. Okay, so therefore, after you're born again, you are living for a reason. And that reason is not to go to heaven. Because you already have that. You are living, somebody said the kingdom. Somebody said the resurrection. Somebody said to be in his likeness. Somebody else said to attain to the glory of the sun. How about, let's just simplify it. How about, let's look at how Jesus was when he attained the resurrection. He became what? All-knowing. Do you remember that before Jesus attained the resurrection, he said, no man knows the day, nor the hour, not even the angels in heaven, and neither who? The sun. But when he rose, what did he say about himself? All power in heaven and in earth is given what? Unto me. Is there anybody today who can tell me Jesus doesn't know what day he's coming back? But there was a time. <laughs> there was a time he said, no one knows the day nor the hour. Neither the angels, neither the sun. But when he attained the resurrection, did he walk through walls? Did he eat food? Was he a ghost? Are you sure? Is it only ghosts that go through walls? Yeah. Jesus said, but Jesus said, touch me. I'm not a ghost. Flesh and bones. He had given his blood for you. And he was now living on what kind of life? Eternal, Eternal life. And the life that we now live, we live by the faith of Jesus Christ. Our human life right now is supposed to be the human life that Jesus had. Do you understand now what it means by the blood? The blood is not just something you drink. The blood is for life. is what you and I have received. But this is the life of a man that can never what? Die. It's something that even Abraham... Turn with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 11. We'll take it from verse 8. Hebrews chapter 11. We'll take it from verse 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out not knowing where he went. Verse 9. By faith, he sojourned in the land of what? Promise. As in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same what? Promise. For he looked for what? A city. With what? Whose builder and maker is who? God. Now I have a question for you. This city has foundation. What are the foundations of this city? It's the foundations. Huh? The apostles, you're built on the foundation of who? The apostles and the prophet. The Bible says, and that city had what? Twelve foundations that had what? The twelve names of who? Is the spiritual reality that God believes that you, no matter how young you are, no matter how old you are, if this is what you want, then you need to build your life on the doctrine and the teachings of the apostles and the prophets. Verse 11. Through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had what? Promised. I have a question for you. In real life, do you remember anywhere in the Bible where Sarah was so believing of God? She laughed. What is the Bible telling us here? God intervenes even when we are faithless. He remains what? Faithful. And he has ascribed to us the faith of who? Jesus Christ. You guys, you read the Bible? This Bible says we are saved by the faith of, of Jesus. This is faith in, which is true, but the first 
person that obeyed God is who? Jesus, Jesus. Christ. He's the apostle. He's the, he's the leader. It's his way of believing God that you are supposed to believe God. So the Bible says here, she believed. Okay, I'll show you another one. Let's keep going. Verse 12. Therefore sprang there even from one and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude and as the sand which is by the seashore. Innumerable. Verse 13. These all what? Died. In faith, not having received what? The promises. But having seen them afar off, persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek what? A country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that from they came out, notice I said from that, whence, from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. The reason I skip the word country is in your Bible, if you see the word in italics, it means it wasn't there in the original. Verse 16. But now they desire a better. That is an heavenly. Wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he had prepared for them a what? A city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac. And he that received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be what called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. What the apostle here is trying to tell us is all these people, as faithful as they were, they never had the opportunity to touch the promise. He's trying to say to you that you are the one that has the capability that they never had. In other words, but your life is a normal life. And what is a normal life? You're saving for your retirement. You're working to build your business. Normal life. You're trying to take this exam and that exam and this exam and that exam to get a higher position at your job. A normal life. But you go to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, every Friday maybe, or maybe it's every day. But you are not actually pursuing the hope. Why are you not pursuing it? You don't even know what it is. You think the hope is to what? Go to heaven. You already have heaven. If you stop going to church now and never go to church again, that won't stop you from going to heaven. Just don't go living in sin. Heaven is a free gift. You didn't do anything to earn it. It's free. Now, let's continue. Verse 21. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of what? The departure of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning what? His, his bones. bones. All these men were expecting something. Now, do you think the promised land is in the Middle East? How many people believe the promised land is in the Middle East? The promised land is a reality that will come to you from God. I will say that again. Have you, okay, let me put it like this. Have you ever one day found yourself totally, absolutely broke, no money, no food? Maybe your child is sick. I don't know. Just, just, you know, this, the young children, they won't have any understanding of this aspect. You know, okay? I mean, just like things bad. Your car can't start. I mean, you're just like, you know, you're not only zero, you're like negative. Then have you ever been in a situation where, man, you have all this money, you don't even know what to do with it right now. Now, were you the same person that was in that destitute situation, that is now in this fantastic situation? But you're in 
two different realities because it's going to come and change your reality. In other words, what you consider to be real. Let's stop there now. Does everybody remember this city we just read about? They looked for a city that had what? Foundations. Whose builder and maker is what? God. And this city was coming out from where? Out of where? Is that city heaven? It's a city that is coming from heaven. Every single born again child of God is going to go to heaven. As long as you're still born again when you die. But not everyone will enter into what? The city. Jesus says, except you are born again, you cannot what? See. But except you are what? born of water and the spirit you cannot what enter it is one thing to be born again it is another thing to be born of water and the spirit we're not talking of natural water now we're talking about the water of tribulations and trial the bible says immediately john the baptist baptized jesus what happened the holy spirit drove him to the wilderness to be what to be what by who and he had to overcome the devil jesus said revelation chapter 1 verse 11 jesus says i am what alpha and omega Yes. The first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book and send it unto who? The seven churches. Are the seven churches born again? Of course. So this book is written to the born again. It's not written to the world. This book is written to the seven churches. The people in them must be born again. This is not written to the world. This book is not, you must be born again. <laughs> this book is, okay, now you're born again. I have a message for you. Now, look with me. To verse chapter 2 verse 1 unto the angel of the church of Ephesus right these things said he that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand who walketh in the midst of the seven golden lampstand I know thy work and thy labor and thy patience and how thou cannot bear them which are evil and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not and has found them what are you there with us found them liars and has borne and has patience and for my namesake has labored and has not fainted nevertheless I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and will remove thy lampstand out of his place, except thou repent. But this thou hast, that thou hatest the deed of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that what? To him that overcometh, will I what? Give to eat of the tree of life, which is in where? The midst of the paradise of God. So there is something you as a Christian must achieve to get. And this is not be born again. Because these people are already what? Born, born again. again. Okay. Look at another one. Verse 11. What does verse 11 say? He that hath an ear, let him what? Hear, hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. He that overcometh shall what? Death. Not be hurt by what? The second, second death. death. Alright. Let's look at another one. Verse 17. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the churches. To him that overcometh, will I give to eat what? Of the hidden manna. What is the hidden manna? Does everybody remember that when God took Moses to build the tabernacle, mm -hmm. there were two kinds of manna. One was kept in the holy place and it was changed every day. But there was another one in the holy of holies that was never changed and it never rotted. That is called the hidden manna. That's called the hidden manna. So Jesus is saying that all of us will eat manna, which is the word. But only those that overcome will get to eat what? The hidden manna. A deeper understanding that is not generally available. So the last one, last thing I want us to take a look at is this. Revelations 3 verse 21. 
There were a few more, but this is the this is the main one I wanted us to get to. Okay, to him that overcometh, will I grant to what? Sit with me. Where? In my throne. Even as I also overcame and am sat down where? With my father in his throne. Okay, wait a second. Hello. How many chairs are there? One. Who says two? Who says one? The one he's talking about. The, remember, he said, he said, to he that overcometh, will I give to sit with me in my throne, even as I overcame and I'm sat with my father in his throne. Okay, he said, let's look at it again. Let's look at it again because we need to be very sure here. We need to be very sure here. Verse 21, he said, to him that overcometh, will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and I'm set down with my father in his throne. One, okay. The ones have it. <laughs> the ones, yeah, okay, explain, explain to us why the ones have it. Okay, because the Richmond one, it says, To him who overcome, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as also I overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. So basically, he is sitting on his father's throne, and he's inviting us to sit with him on his father's throne. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Okay, the goal is that you might enter into whose authority? But really, whose authority? God's authority. Now, has anybody here ever eaten a sandwich before? No. Yes. Okay. What happens to that sandwich when you eat it? And then? Do you know if you touch your body, all this stuff here you're touching is all sandwich? fruits all the things you ate all this time and so at the end at the end the bible says this is what's going to happen god will be all in all think about that for a minute right now if i ask you what's your name you will tell me one name if i ask you what you think of this you will tell me something else if i ask you what you think of the same thing you tell me something else but when god becomes all in all you will no longer have your own mind. You no longer have your own ideas. You no longer have your own thoughts. When you speak, who will talk? God. When they see you, who do they see? God. And that is the promise. This whole thing we're talking about, that's the promise. And remember one guy, Philip, asked Jesus, he says, Master, this teaching is confusing me. I can't handle it. Just show us the Father and it will be enough for us. And Jesus said, what? Have I been so long with you and you don't recognize me? Whoever has seen me has seen who? The Father. And for now, sometimes when people see me, they see the Father. But most times when they see me, they see me. Which is not a good thing to see. So we're praying for the day where every day when you see me, who do you see? The Father. But every now and then the Holy Ghost will move through me and say, Ah, God is good. And most other times you catch me, you know. <laughs> so right now, like Jesus said, he that overcometh, you will no longer what? Go in and out. Remember, it's in the revelation. He that overcometh, you will no longer go in and out. But I'll make you what? A pillar in my house. That means at that point, you're in permanently. No more today they see God, tomorrow they see you know who. Amen. Praise God. Let's pray to God. Let's thank you. So I solicit your prayers. I solicit your support. Okay, I want to thank you for your time. For those of you who have been faithful, you know, uh, supporting this work, for being involved, sharing these videos. Okay, don't be, don't, don't, don't get weary. Don't be weary. Don't get tired. Your strength is supposed to come brighter and brighter every day. Okay, keep pressing on. Share these videos with your family and friends. Start watch parties on Facebook over these videos so your friends and family can discuss it.
okay? And continue to write us. Write me through Facebook. Write me through, you know, the, the comment section here on YouTube, okay? So I want to encourage you. Thank you so much for the way you've been supporting us. Thanks so much for all that you've been doing. We really appreciate it. Remember what I said, if you want to continue listening to us, to our audio, you can always go, okay, to our website. You can see the online radio channels that you can get us through. Like I mentioned um, Apple's iTunes, I met Apple iTunes, I mentioned um, Spotify, and I think Google. You can also, you know, there are other platforms also through which you can hear us through audio, okay? I want to encourage you to subscribe to our channel and to, you know, hit the like buttons. Hit the like buttons. I can't say that enough. Every time you want these videos through YouTube, hit the like buttons. Now, if you're watching through Facebook or you're watching through some other video like WhatsApp, it's not going to show here, so we won't be able to see your like. But if you're watching through YouTube, I want to encourage you. Or Facebook, wherever it is, I want to encourage you. Hit that like button. Okay? Hit that like button. It matters to us. Okay? Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much for everything that you've been doing, you know, by watching our videos. Okay? In the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be on the road, but wherever I am, I'm going to be broadcasting from there, so the broadcast is still going to keep going, okay? So thank you so much, everybody. God bless you. See you soon.